What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. This is Eric. I am joined by the two most beautiful, most handsome, most awesome gentlemen in the world. Uh, number one boys, Justin and Jeff. How are we? I'm number one. I'm feeling number one. Go- okay. Like, Does that mean you have to pee? Yeah, pee-pee or just like the number one? Just feeling like the number one. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Does that mean you got good stuff going on in your world? Well, you know, just... Uh, you just beat a quest got, without doing I got, anything? I got, a, I, got, I got the new Xbox. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Whoa, major so, announcement. You just dropped that on us so nonchalantly. Somehow found one of those. All right. Have you booted it up? Have you started it up? We're not caring about you, Justin. We're just assuming you're good, uh, so we're done with you. Um, okay. But... <laughs> Moving on to the important things. Je- but fun. Jeff, tell Shiny us any new toy. Tell us all about it. What games have you played? Uh, it's it's great. I got the Game Pass, so I can download some stuff. Uh, finally, been able to jump back into No Man's Sky, which works way better on the new Xbox. So that's been fun. And playing some Fallout with my brother. Um, so like nothing then, new. So like no Xbox Series X games. Well, the No Man's Sky one is updated for the Series X. I'm gonna, I'm waiting on getting Valhalla because they don't have the transmog system put in yet for some reason. They're like, it's coming, but it was on Odyssey. What the fuck is so, that? So, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was the last. No, one what's the was... va- the Vakbox? What was that? What'd you Valhalla? Just... No, transmog. Yeah. Tra- okay, so transmog. The word transmog actually comes from World of Warcraft. Which basically means when you you played RPGs before, yeah, I just don't remember that word. Yeah, you know how you put gear on and you replace the gear with better gear or a better sword or whatever. No. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. So anyway, transmog basically, if you've already gotten a piece of gear or like a chest piece or a gun, but you replaced it with a better gun, but it looks like shit, you can transmog it, make it look like the other gun, but still retain the stats of the new gun you got. Hmm. All right, I'm regretting this. Armor de- pieces. I'm regretting this decision. Justin, how are you? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm transmogging right now, and I'm wearing this. My shirt looks blue, really gray. Ooh, um, and that's that's how I am. Hanging some curtains on some windows, doing that. That's fun. Man, all the adult stuff. Just like you know, shoveling today. It was a massive snowfall in the Chicagoland area, which sucked. Still uh, going on in the city. It's yeah, crazy. Tra- transmogged my snow pants into better snow pants um, to get that bitch shoveled. But man, we were just talking before we got on the air. I'm like, I should just invest in a snow blower. I don't know why I haven't. I I don't know what I'm trying to prove by like shoveling my own driveway. Like it's a manly thing to do. Like it's not fun. I don't recommend it. Yeah, the snow blower really really helps. Yeah. And luckily, it really just makes it so much easier. You put in some headphones, listen to some music, yeah. and before you know it, you're done. And uh, shout out to my neighbor. This past weekend, my neighbor Josh came by and just like snow plowed or snow blew my driveway. <laughs> that sounded a lot worse than I meant it to. <laughs> okay. he, he blew my driveway. Uh, and uh, a guy at the blew. bottom of your driveway. And that was awesome. <laughs> Just blew I'm, it right open. I'm like, he's just making me look open. like such a Boy Scout with my little shovel trying to earn a badge. Um, but thank you. Shout out to him. But yeah, it's it's like deep winter is finally settling in. So like, you know, I feel like I'm in this mode of like, all right, I really need new shows and movies to watch. So I'm just curious. We haven't checked in in a while. 
What what are you guys watching recently? Justin, let's start with you. I recently, on the suggestion of my little brother, started watching The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. Oh, is that good? I've seen a lot of previews. I'm only on episode four, and it's really fascinating. So far, it's kind of a cool little tightly wound mystery, and it's it's got me kind of hooked. I'm kind of very interested to see where it goes and what they do with it as a series as a whole, because it's um, based off of a book, I believe, and... I know nothing about the book or the author or anything like that. So it just like kind of came out of nowhere and boom, they shipped it, slipped it and slurped it onto the network and just mm. boom. Yeah. Just boom. And so it, yeah, no, it's so far so good. And it's uh Kaylee Kuko or Kuwako from uh, big bang, right? Yeah. And does she actually do like a decent job as like a non kind of like bimbo type blonde actress? Like, is she a good <laughs> No, not necessarily. <laughs> um, I've never watched The Big Bang Theory, so I don't really know too much about how her portrayal of the character is on that show. But um, suffice it to say, without giving away any any details, she does play an alcoholic flight attendant. So her motivation in every scene is kind of just to get drunk and wild. Oh, got it. How, I don't understand how you can just drink every day and not feel like shit, especially on a plane. That'd be horrible. I don't know. That's a, I mean, the show is maybe telling that tale, so we'll have to tune in. It is on the <laughs> list. I mean, it is, I, I did add it to like the watch list at some point, but there's so much other shit ahead of that. So I'm curious to hear, we're going to have to check back in with you and see how it's going. Um, oh, show. But she, I guess she would be a good pair with, what's his name, Denzel from the flight movie where he's like a drunk ass and she's the drunk flight attendant. Maybe that could be a crossover. See, that's <laughs> like a disaster movie. <laughs> you never know. I, I mean, think that movie was called Soul Plane. <laughs> Does she just oh go up by God. the pilot and they just start making cocktails together and yeah. doing shots and then going back? All right, everyone. Okay, fasten them seatbelts. Okay, here we go. You're okay. You're okay. Jeff, what are you watching recently? Any shows or movies? I mean, outside of uh, WandaVision. And uh, still on One Piece, episode 610 of 1,000. Uh, oh, my God. I uh, picked back up one of my favorite sci-fis that they just put on um, Netflix, uh, Stargate SG-1. You know, I talked a little about that last episode. but So I've been diving back into that, and it's okay. been great. Yeah, I've we've been we're about to finish up Entourage. We have one more season left, which is it's not that hard to do because the twenty minute episodes, like I love those types of shows because you just kind of like breeze through them. Um, I don't know how I would have waited week to week to watch like twenty minute episodes because I've done it before with like shows like Silicon Valley and I don't even know you name it like you know Family Guy back in the day or Simpsons or whatever the shows were. But uh, it's so nice to just, like, binge a show and actually enjoy it and, like, you know, feel like you're getting something out of it. So we, I, I'm really starting to enjoy Entourage. It took a while for it to sink in. But lately, uh, we just finished the uh, movie theater in the basement. So I've just been, like, on a kick. <laughs> like, we put it up two days ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I am just down here yeah me and my dad put it together which was a challenge uh for for those of you out there what was the estimated time and what was the actual time yes yeah, so, so i figured hanging the screen would take uh roughly 90 minutes just to like measure four times cut twice all that good stuff 
Uh, six and a half hours later <laughs> and two trips to Lowe's for no reason other than the bolts weren't the right size uh, that came in the box, apparently. Um, we finally got it hung up there, and I'm like, I just, and by that time, it was like 8.45. I'm like, I am so exhausted. Like, I would love to sit down and watch a movie, but I got to let this thing just, like, settle for a day. So, long story short, um, I've been just on a kick lately of just, like, checking out back through all the uh, Netflix, Prime, Hulu movies, because now I can actually watch it in, like, more of a theater setting. So, money well spent in my book, because there's been nothing else to do inside. Yeah, I mean, why not? What was your first movie that you popped on in? All right, so the first thing, once I got the sound system going, like the surround sound, everything when it was finally done, I watched the last 40 minutes of Avengers Endgame. Uh, I just, I didn't even watch the whole two and a half, three hour movie. <laughs> Get right to the point. Just the last 40 minutes. As soon as like Thanos came through the portal, start there. And it was amazing. So, um, but after that, I watched like a Mission Impossible movie. I actually started watching the Rise of Skywalker last night for no reason Look. other than just to throw something on. And, uh, you know, I still, <laughs> this is the second time watching it. I still don't like it. I thought yeah, I would like well, it maybe it a little bit better. get any better the more you watch it. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, so Mission Impossible. Um, what else did we watch? Um, you watch The Matrix that, you know, the, oh, yeah. the scene that you and I would always watch when we were young. Oh, God. Uh, like where the, they go through the security. Yeah, lobby scene. Yeah, there's so many good parts. And that was on, like, VHS, too. We'd, like, rewind that shit and play it over and over again. So good. Um, but, so yeah. there was uh, kind of side quested off here. Mm. Uh, there's uh, been a pretty big announcement, at least for myself and the Palindrome Jedi, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I think, Justin, you also played Mass Effect too, right? I have not. Oh, well, maybe this is a good time to try it out. I know you probably have seen it on many times. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I've got nothing against giving it a whirl. It seems like a fantastic game. I just, you have to commit and invest time and just jump right into it. Yeah, so for anyone listening, Mass Effect is like one of the great uh, RPG games made by a company that used to be great and now is is shit, uh, Bioware, who made Knights of the Old Republic and all that. But um, they went and they just revamped the first three games, but like really revamped, not just make it 4K. Like they went in and changed graphics and everything. It's pretty crazy what they kind of showcased uh, two days ago on it, but that's pretty exciting. And so, I normally don't replay games. I don't know your guys's uh, feeling on replaying a game, especially story driven game, because I always feel, well, I know what's going to happen when I'm going to play this again. Yeah. But this one I'm going to play. What about you guys? Story replayability. Uh you know, I mean, it's tough. Like, the remaster stuff, it it, uh, it all depends on the game. Like, I feel like Mass Effect had a pretty good following and, like, fan and, and player base, so that, that game makes sense. Same with, like, the Halo series, but I feel like sometimes it might fall flat. Like, it's, you know, like, going back and revamping all the Halo, like, the Master Chief collection, I never really kind of heard peep about yeah, it after really it came out story-driven games. I think that's more focused on multiplayer. I mean, I like to hear Justin, because Justin is probably the one person that I know replays a game every couple of years, Final Fantasy. How do you do it? Because 
unlike Mass Effect, where at least you get a choice. You can play it one way being good, one way being evil. The Final Fantasy VII just is kind of going to be the same thing every time. What is your love about replaying that? It's. I, I think that what you're saying is correct on both sides of the ball because it is story-driven and you do know the story. So there is some kind of like boredom to it. But when you grow up with the game and you've invested yourself and your time and your your sweat and your soul, there's like this built-in nostalgia where you you feel connected to the characters and then you just read into it and you're oh yeah, this is where this really happens because it's a great story. Um, the same way that you would watch a, a movie with a great story. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I just I'm trying to think if I have played a game like a, a game I really connected to uh, connected with connected tits. Did I just say that? Um, connected. connected with is uh, Modern Warfare Two. Like I just love that game through and through, and I know they're coming out eventually with a remastered. But like the graphics were actually still pretty decent at the time. Like I feel like Mass Effect uh, at the time probably had some decent graphics. So remastering they it, they were really good. Like for then, yeah, right. So and like to see what they're doing now. With the at least the original one is like whoa they really put a lot of time in like I saw I saw some dude on I think it was on Reddit the other day where he like in Unreal Engine four or five whatever the newest one is like he he basically remastered Ocarina of Time like he was walking around in three D like it was basically a step up from like Breath of the Wild graphics but he just basically like remade it for fun. And I feel like a game like that, like an N64 game, like GoldenEye. There is talks about um, Nintendo remastering or Korean of Time. Kind of like they did with Final Fantasy, but not in the three-parter change-the-ending type deal. And I think at some point, it almost boils down to, like, are we just only going to get remasters after a certain point? Or, like, you know, is somebody going to sit down and write the next Mass Effect like game, you know, like whatever was it four or five that they're up to? Uh, well, they so did three. Yeah, three original were the best, and then they did the one where they go to a different galaxy, which I played, which is still fine. But again, that's when Bioware kind of got gutted by EA, and now it's just a shell of what they were. Uh, they're pretty shit now. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty. So I mean, Anthem. Remember Anthem? All the stuff we were gonna get with that and. And now they're doing Dragon. Dragon Age is their last really good IP, and I'm sure they'll fuck that up. But when you look at like any kind of consumable entertainment, whether it be movies or music, it's the same kind of thing. You're like, right. Music is all sampling off of one another. Disney has not made an original anything in years. They're just, here's another Star Wars. Here's another comic book movie. Here's a remake of a movie from the 90s. It's just nothing new. Yeah, and th th you kind of bring up uh, another side quest here that I have is what was your, and this is, this might be a little bit hard to answer uh, on the spot, but what was your last favorite or most recent, recent favorite original movie? Like, it was written, it's unique, it, there's nothing else like it. Um, I don't know if anything comes to mind, but maybe Jeff, let's start with you. I can't think of a movie off the top of my head, but I can definitely think of a show, okay. a miniseries, which is kind of uh, Chernobyl. That There's something really stood out about that. Um, I know it's kind of like a, it's not a documentary, but it's like a 
reenactment of something horrible, but the way that it was only so many episodes and the intensity of it, I just, I can't remember ever watching something that I was, holy shit, this is really, really good. Yeah. That show was incredible. Yeah. No, I would, I would agree with that. I think, um, you know, I know they pulled a lot of stuff that was like legit and some of the players were, you know, legit and, uh, it was cool to see. It's super creepy. Like Justin, I know you haven't seen it yet, but definitely worth the watch. I think it was only four or five episodes. Is it original? I mean, kind of in the story, there's not a lot of stuff on, you know, movies on Chernobyl. I mean, I guess the queen's gambit, that was very original. It wasn't based off anything. It was, you know, about this genius drunken chess player yeah which is an original story i don't think i've really seen anything like that but chernobyl just was that was just really incredible that was a great show okay justin what about you so the one movie that comes to mind um for me is definitely knives out Ooh, yeah um i know jeff will never see it because it's uh written and directed by ryan johnson who he simply (laughs) detests go to hell um but you no know, it was a great little tightly wound thriller lots of mystery great acting everything was suspenseful i mean it was just it, it wasn't like a perfect movie or even a great movie but it was when we're talking about original properties like they did a great job of putting something together actually i do have a movie that i did i forgot about it, it was like three years ago though which one um it's called your name um you both of you probably never seen it but uh, it's an anime, but uh, you've heard of like Studio Ghibli. They're like considered the Disney of, you know, Japanese anime and Miyazaki being this incredible legendary director and animator. Anyway, No no Name is a different director, but kind of has the same flavor, but the story was really incredible. It was really good. It's not like supernatural or anything. I mean, there's this weird element or this boy and this girl swap bodies, but that was really, really good. So Ooh. I know you guys won't see it, but it was a really fantastic movie. Well, for it the was an- very unique, very different. For the anime fans out there, there you go. Another one to watch. And they, I'm sure they've heard of it. And if you watch anime, that's been like talked about the past like three years. So since I asked you guys the question, I had enough, I had enough time to think about two that I'm going to throw out there and I'm going to oh, kind of take it back to, I think it was 2011 and somewhere around 2007, 2008. So the first one is Drive with Ryan Gosling. Uh, I feel like that story and that movie was like really well shot in a super sub-creepy terrain atmosphere of L.A. where like this whole other world is going on where he's kind of like a driver, a hitman, a getaway guy. Like it was super cool. And then all of a sudden he's like bashing a dude's skull in with his foot on an elevator it just had these dark turns that I really enjoyed. And overall, like the music to it, the vibe of it, like I couldn't get enough of it. And Justin, all those years back, I think I had you guys over in like my parents' basement to watch it in the theater in the basement there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you guys got me the poster. I don't know where the poster went. I Honestly, I think I misplaced it. It's somewhere in this house. Um, <laughs> but long story short, that's number one. And then second one. If nobody's seen it, I really urge you, it's got a really good cast, is the movie that's called Sunshine. Um, it's a Danny Boyle movie. It's got Killian Murphy in it from um, Peaky Blinders. Chris Evans is in it. Um, uh, it's, got a, it's got a number of other actors, but basically they're on a mission to reignite the sun. They're basically flying 
behind this payload uh, that's like 50,000 nuclear bombs. And their mission is to go to the sun to reignite it because it's going out and it's about to kill all mankind. So they're like, it's like one of those like space, close quarters, claustrophobic type movies. And it's really, I think the characters and just the stuff that happens is really cool. So if nobody's seen those, I highly recommend them. Very original. Yeah, that Sunshine's a great movie. That's I love a, that. I'm glad you said that because Danny Boyle like excels in a lot of things and Sunshine really shows off his skill as a storyteller. Yeah, and and there's some uh, there's some uh, bits of soundtrack from the score that is used in a lot of other movies. So I won't try to hum it or sing it for you, but we'll post it up out on social media. But you probably heard it a million times. Like they used it in the movie Kick Ass, which uh, which also was a good movie. Nicolas Cage uh, can't lose. Um, but like it's it's used in a lot of trailers and a lot of movies. But it was originally in that film, and it was really cool to hear. Um, so. Speaking of Nicolas Cage, oh God. <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's kind of come out with these weird, goofy movies, these crazy like Mandy. I don't know if you guys saw that, but he's just screaming in that movie. And it's it's awesome. It was, you know, it was a very like Lovecraftian type horror. But um, he's kind of picked up these new kind of crazy roles. I just read yesterday he's going to be in this. Um, he's a famous Japanese director. Who does these really insane crazy movies and Nicolas Cage is gonna star in it. And there's ghosts, samurai, robots, all sorts of crazy shit in like feudal Japan. And <laughs> which oh, sounds God. crazy. Um and now he's coming out with this movie. You know, we talked about Five Nights of Freddy. We still have to get Eric to twitch that because I think <laughs> oh, that'd yeah. be hysterical. And it's free on Game Pass. So you can download oh, all there of you them go. there. Okay. Uh, so maybe we could do that next week or this weekend or something. But yeah. so Nicolas Cage is coming out with Willy's Wonderland. Have you guys watched the trailer to this or the absurdity of it? It's basically Five Nights of Freddy with Nicolas Cage. I yes, I have not <laughs> seen it. I want and to. I can't wait to see it. I I, I did see that and obviously. Um, Nick Cage will always hold a special part in all of our hearts. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I was going to take us on another side quest where it's like, is he is he a good actor or is he just a guy that's, like, leaning into the punches now, knowing almost like an Adam Sandler, like, he knows he's making, like, shitty movies, but he just doesn't care because the dude is just raking think, in cash? He's a great actor. I mean, like, Raising Arizona, There's 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 some really great movies that he's been in. And that he's acted in. I think now he's just kind of having fun with it, with these crazy movies. But people like are loving this new, like crazy horror movie stuff that he's starting to do recently. But his earlier stuff, um, he was a, he's a good actor. I, I feel I mean, like Face Off. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of good uh, movies that he's been in. I feel like he killed uh, it in the '90s. But he's got this, like, he's coming back with this, this bizarre horror genre stuff that he's starting to do where he's just screaming and crazy and people <laughs> seem to really love it yeah. and i i'm loving it i can't wait to see willie's wally world whatever the hell it is of him just fighting robotical demon kids chuck e cheese monster things <laughs> like sign me up it yeah. sounds mindless gory and fun yeah Justin, what about you? I mean, I know he, like you said, he holds a special place in our heart. I, I love Nicolas Cage, but in 
in real talk, like, is he a good actor or do you just like the movies and stories he's a part of? I don't think he's a bad actor. Uh, I think there's a genius to his madness, though. So I'll, I'll give him a 7 out of 10 in terms of being an actor, but obviously his performance in Face Off alone is unrepeatable. But what about The Sorcerer's Apprentice? I mean, let's... <laughs> How good he of a movie was that? Weird, I mean, Con Air. I mean, yeah. Eric, how many times did we watch that stupid movie on sleepovers? Yeah. Put the <laughs> bunny back in the box. Oh, my God. You know, God. National Treasure. I mean, dude, I, all right, hands down. Great I love list. National Treasure. I, that is a guilty pleasure of mine, both those <laughs> National Treasure you movies. You talk about that movie all the time. I fucking love it, and I can't wait for the third movie to come out whenever <laughs> that is. I will go fund me. I'll start it. I need to know what happens on page 47. <laughs> but dropping knowledge oh i know how we're ending this episode with the voice oh uh-oh gonna be eric's doing don't you put that in your Nicholas back pocket don't you put that in your back pocket i i yeah i think i don't know what it is i i'm a sucker i'm a, definitely a sucker for his movies but some of them i'm just like you know what i'm i think i'm gonna pass you know i don't know what this one's about i really don't give a shit um but then other ones are actually pretty cool why not jump right in Try it out. I'm trying to think of what other actors are like that. Like the Nicolas Cage is getting kind of weird. I feel like Daniel Radcliffe has had some interesting choices with like Guns Akimbo. Um, gosh, what were some other weird ones where he's like attached to a dude's body or he's a dead corpse and yeah, he's just like Swiss Army Man. Yeah, was, I only got halfway through and I'm like, this is I don't. I'm trying to. I'm not digging it. Like, and I get it. It's very unique. I just. Yeah, it was, just this is a little too weird. Where I'm like, I don't know where this is going. I'm trying to think of who else kind of is going down that path, like Nicolas Cage, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, I don't know. Does anybody else come to mind that's just like been in weird fucking movies like over and over again? Not necessarily weird movies, but Keanu Reeves' resurgence in the last few years is notable. As an action star. But he kind of always, he's had such like a cool career. I mean, he was in dracula and then he's in the matrix and now he's one of the coolest action heroes right now is john wick i mean and then you get him in his earlier stuff of bill and ted he's been all over the place but all memorable roles yeah and oh that kind of leads me to another movie i just thought of after you mentioned keanu was scanner darkly it was a badass original movie i don't know if it was a comic or whatever but i'm gonna call it an original because i never heard about it before um so it's actually based on a novel by Philip K. Dick. Ugh, such, damn it, Dick. <laughs> um, so sorry, sorry to do that to you. That is not okay. an original. Okay, unoriginal. Um, I take that back. <laughs> I go back on my word. <laughs> no, there's, I, I mean, yeah, John Wick. Uh, I mean, there's so many good action stars. It would be really cool to for, for Hollywood to just not take itself so seriously sometimes, even though a lot of times, you know, movies don't. It would be cool to just have dumb crossover films. Like, we get it, Marvel. We get it, DC. Okay, that's legitimate, and things really happen. But, like, wouldn't it be cool to see, like, John Wick join the Fast and the Furious crew, and then they go no. and pick up Indiana Jones. Why the Fast and, head and the Furious? And they head into the fucking jungle with Indiana Jones and do, like, this massive no-one-asked-for-it crossover. Weren't they kind of doing that with the new Spider-Man movie? This crazy bizarre crossover thing 
You're right. I heard that. I think we are going to get a movie like that, kind of. Well, I, I think Eric's idea, I think you're onto something. Because can we throw the Expendables in there as well? Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger from Last Action Hero comes in, and then they're coming through the movie screen, and they're just in many, many meta-universes. Yeah, and John Connor from Terminator 2, except he's like an extra 200 pounds now and like a mess. Uh, just throw him in there for fun. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I don't know why, I mean, sorry, Hollywood, for giving you that idea, and I know I'm not going to get paid for it, but um, that would just be cool to see random fucking crossovers. I thought there was one time they were almost going to do it, and I think it failed, but I think it's still out there in, like, writer's hell or whatever, development hell, is a crossover between 21 Jump Street and Men in Black. Like, those two movies were going to team up in an actual movie. For no fucking reason. Like, somebody just came up with that idea, and they were actually almost about to shoot it. And I don't know what happened after that, but, like, that's what I'm talking about. Actually pulling through and doing it. I mean, they did it with uh, Predator and Alien. This is a side quest for a different episode. No, oh, for I, sure. Dive into to that whole universe but that's that's a whole big conversation agreed so on that note we're gonna leave you all hanging with a with a cliffhanger because we are out of time it's our bedtimes we gotta go sleepy night night we gotta get tucked in we gotta go to bed so do your chores before bed brush your teeth go to our social media and post all this bunch of bullshit that we like to see um go to sidequestpod.com and hit us up follow subscribe like share go to youtube subscribe there tell your family about it tell your friends about it give them a birthday card and uh i, I got a i got a question for for next week's ooh. episode someone wants yeah and this is, this this could start a debate but uh since we were talking about predator and we did touch slightly on star wars i'm gonna propose a who would win okay because i think these are these are fun at least i enjoy them uh the Predator or the Mandalorian. So sit on that. Let us know mm. who you think would win and why. Interesting. Okay, I like that. And Jeff, pull that card out of your back pocket. Um, yeah, Eric, you gotta. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you gotta give us your best national treasure, <laughs> Nicholas Cage impression. Oh Jesus! I don't even know if this is from National Treasure. Just the first thing well, that just comes whatever. to mind You're is. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> who? What? Where?